When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Susan Pinkney, your host of The Southern Belle of Beverly Hills on the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? This week's episode, year-round pumpkin spice for everyone. I'd like to dedicate this episode to anyone who is waiting for someone to give them permission to start living or to start doing something that they want to do. It's no secret to anybody who knows me, I like pumpkin spice. I love all those nice, warm, cozy flavors that give you the the feeling of warmth and home and family. I love those flavors. And I have a hard time understanding why these companies that literally come from nowhere in the fall months with all of these pumpkin spice products, products that don't even make sense, like pumpkin spice pasta. Like, are you kidding me? Who wants that? I don't even want that. But they come from all over with these pumpkin spice flavors all through the fall, saturating the market, and then they're gone. And I understand, you know, supply and demand. I also understand that if you make something special, maybe people will want it more. But the one thing that I think that we all can agree on after having experience 2020. And at the time of this recording, it's just about a year anniversary from when our world changed. And I think the one thing that we all really learned from that experience is you can plan all you want to. The saying is, you plan and God laughs. You can plan all you want to, and nothing is guaranteed. 2020 was a year of suffering for a lot of people, suffering in different ways, and the people who were fortunate, and I certainly consider myself and my family fortunate during this time, the people who were fortunate, we were inconvenienced, but we were not suffering the way that the people who who lost their jobs or who you know became completely financially unstable or the people who had family members that caught the disease and got sick or the people who never even had a home to go home to during the lockdown there were so many people who suffered so anything that the rest of us experienced was just inconvenience and i'm not diminishing anything that those of us who were inconvenienced experienced definitely not diminishing that there's some people who suffered in ways that may be intangible to others, their mental health, or they may have suffered alcohol dependency or drug addiction, those kind of things, things that may not be completely visible uh, at this time, but that we'll learn about later. 
um, the children, of course, who couldn't go to school, the parents who were fortunate enough to have jobs who allowed them to work from home, but they had to be the primary caregiver for their kids who were also working at home. So there were a lot of things, a lot of changes that happened. And I'm still going to say that for the majority of us, we were only inconvenienced. And thank God, literally a prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for allowing us to come through on what is close to the other side. Yes, we are still under quarantine in some ways. We still have to be careful. We still have to wear a mask. There's a lot of people, including myself, who have not been vaccinated yet because it's not our turn. There's a lot of things that are showing us, though, that there is a light on the end of the tunnel and that, you know, we will all get through this. So we just got to hang on and keep doing what we're doing and and stay diligent and, and not give up and and not celebrate. As I heard some newscasters say, people are roasting marshmallows while there's still a forest fire. Obviously, we can't celebrate too much. But this is a good time for reflection. Always try to see something positive from any situation. Darkness, there's something, something, a lesson, something that won't be repeated, something that we're going to take from it that's positive. There's always something good to learn, even if it's a cautionary tale. There's something we can learn from every situation. And so I have been reflecting on my last year and I figured out some of the positive things that I've taken from this experience that we've all been going through together. When we were confined to our homes, one of the many things I learned over this last year was it's okay for me to optimize my happiness. Yes, optimize my happiness. I have always been a huge fan of miniatures or replicas or, you know, giant items made to look like other things. Ever since I was a little girl and on one of my first school trips, we went to the Chrysler Museum of Art in Norfolk, Virginia, and there was a giant Campbell soup can. And I remember thinking to myself, how like it was the best piece of art in the entire museum was a giant Campbell soup can because it was fascinating to me. I knew it was art. I, it just, it made me, that opened the door for me for being an art lover. And there's something about that moment of seeing that giant soup can that lived with me forever. And I never let it go. I even fell in love with a, a documentary called Forever Chinatown on PBS because of my love for miniatures and things that are at scale or made out of different materials. And in the documentary Forever Chinatown on PBS, it's about an artist, Frank Wong, who was self-taught, but he would make replicas, like models of rooms that he lived in as a child in Chinatown in San Francisco. I could watch that on repeat several times and pause just to look at all of the details in his artwork. It's incredible to see, like he even had a little trash can with 
with miniature trash in it in these rooms. There's something about that style of art that really fascinates me. Optimize my happiness. Outdoor and restaurant style eating made me happy. So I turned my balcony area, which is my only outdoor space, into a little Beverly Hills style bistro that was perfect for me. Has a little outdoor table, two chairs, a tropical plant that just so happens to be a gold nugget mandarin tree, complete with string lights and an indoor outdoor carpet. On the table, I have flowers and a candle and it's perfect. It's perfect for relaxing and looking at the water. It's perfect for just sitting and contemplating. It's perfect for going outside and doing work when the weather permits. It's perfect. Yeah, I didn't spend a whole lot of money. I got the chairs from Home Goods and ordered the table from a great company online, Nathan James. I love my little outdoor bistro area and it makes me happy. Right away when the pandemic started, I really missed the little coffee shops. It just puts you on a mini five minute, 10 minute break, vacation, moment to clear your head. There's something special about walking into a coffee shop, getting a cup of coffee or tea. That experience is something that I cherish. So when everything was closed and or when I wasn't comfortable going into a coffee space, I wanted something at home that made me just as happy and made me feel just as refreshed. So I turned my kitchen into a Tiffany's Blue Box Cafe. I just simply put up a few pictures that I got from a Windows at Tiffany and Company book and also pictures that I found online of movie posters for Breakfast at Tiffany's. And I just turned my little kitchen area very elegantly into a Tiffany Blue Box Cafe. There's nothing over the top. I just have a few aqua accents here and there, the pictures that are hanging, a coffee machine. And I do have two Bone China Tiffany's paper cups and they make me happy. So this year, I decided for the first time in ages that I was going to have a Christmas tree with decorations. I decided that my Christmas tree was going to be like a giant charm bracelet. I decorated using Barbie ornaments and each ornament represented either a special time in my life, a special event, a particular Christmas, or an era. And each ornament told a story. I also used bulbs I got from Etsy, pink glass Barbie bulbs, and a giant hot pink bow as the topper of the tree. I loved my Christmas tree. I put it up, I'm gonna say it was Thanksgiving night, and I left it. January rolls around, and I wasn't ready to take it down. January 5th rolls around, I still wasn't ready to take it down. January 15th rolls around. At that point, I convinced myself that because it was pink and white, that I was gonna leave it up for Valentine's Day and take it down after Valentine's Day. So Valentine's Day rolls around, tree's still up. And I finally decided, well, it's now February 15th, it's time to take the tree down. A very smart person who was a part of my pandemic bubble that I appreciate and respect said to me, you love your tree, why are you taking it down? 
and I didn't have a good answer. Not only did I not have a good answer, but he followed up with the secondary question of, are you taking it down because you want it down? Or are you taking it down because you think you're supposed to take it down? And I was floored. I was floored. I wondered, first of all, where did all this knowledge come from? And when, when, when did you become a philosopher? And then I thought to myself, wow, I'm really not taking this tree down because I want to take it down. I'm taking it down because I think I'm supposed to. Granted, my living room is pretty small and I could use the space. And every time I had a Zoom call and the sun was shining through from the outside, I had to double check to make sure that there was not a shadow of a tree on the wall behind me for my Zoom call. But I took it down. I don't regret taking it down. I took it down because like I said, I, I the space is limited. It did cause a slight inconvenience. So I am glad that I took it down, but it just made me think further. What else am I doing? Me, I really think that I am like free. I think when it comes to being free, I'm like one of the freest people that I know for sure. But what else am I doing in my life that I'm not necessarily doing because I have to, but because I think I'm supposed to. And then I started thinking about not just me, but society. So what else are we all doing that we are doing because we think we're supposed to, not because we have to, or because it's the right thing to do. Which brings me back to the pumpkin spice. As free as I think I am, growing peppers on my countertop and green onions, as well as my fruit tree on my balcony and my own little outdoor cafe, not to mention my indoor cafe. As free as I think I am, I know that there are many things that I go along with just because we're supposed to. Haven't we all learned that there's no reason to delay happiness? So I, for one, have decided that I am no longer okay with delaying happiness just because I think that I'm supposed to. I plan on immediately purchasing some pumpkin spice from the spice aisle at the grocery store and a can of pumpkin filling. And I'm going to have pumpkin spice whenever I want to. No judgment. Who's with me? Hey, if you enjoyed this show, please like and subscribe on iTunes. Definitely subscribe. You can also hear me on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary. Tune in. You can find me, Susan Pinky, at suzq90210, suzq90210, on Instagram and Twitter. If you're interested, please reach out to believe at believe.com to advertise. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.